Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight, we got Donnie. Yo. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. I know, man. You know what this means. If it's just me and you, you're going to have to give Rob stuff out at the end instead of mine. Yep. Yeah, you're not going to, though. I know it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... <clears throat> this week, uh, we are we are down. Rob, Rob is currently sleeping. We're doing this fairly early in the day, um, mainly because we are going to be talking about Diablo three, the upcoming season, season twenty eight. Um, I know Rob doesn't know much about it and probably has very little interest in it. Um, and Devin was not able to make it today because he had some things come up and he needed to help some people out with some stuff. Uh, so he asked if uh, I could make sure we got it done for all of us today. So this was my idea. Uh, so me and Donnie, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you a little bit about the upcoming Season 28, what we know of it, um, and what's been released. And then kind of go into how we are going to be starting our season uh, or plan to. So let's get into it. This season's... uh, Oh, shit. You know what I don't have pulled up, Donnie, if you want to try to find it for me? What's that? The Hadrix gifts this season. The starting sets for each class. I will pull that up. Um, The season... Wow. What do you call them? I, I guess uh, theme this season is the Altar of Rights. Now, the Altar of Rights is it's it's a it's a huge change to other seasons. Uh, essentially, it's going to give you a skill tree uh, in the game in in Tristram or, or uh, no, yeah, in New Tristram. Uh, you're gonna find the altar. And then you can go up to it and sacrifice various things um, to unlock uh, skills amongst the skill trees. Now, obviously, you know, the first few things that you unlock are going to be relatively easy things to get. And then as you progress unlocking further and further down the skill tree, uh, the sacrifices are going to become harder and harder to get. Um, Now, mind you, we only play on hardcore, so some of these, I feel, are going to be challenging to get for us. Uh, though they might require us to make alts and gear up some alts just to try to get them, because anything that you unlock using this altar is account-wide. So, it's my understanding, so like if if we make another alt character in hardcore, they'll have all of the unlocks from the altar of rights that you've unlocked on your main character. Uh, but I'm, I'm almost positive that if we were to go make a seasonal non hardcore character, even though it's technically the same account, I don't think they would carry over. I don't either. So if they do, that's going to be, it's going to be, yeah, that'll be a game changer. Cause then I'm not going to be nearly as afraid of the echoing nightmare when we get there. Um, so let's, uh, let's dive into this a little bit. Uh, let's see. 
says, upon arrival at the Altar of Rites, players will see 26 icons called Seals and three legendary potion powers. After unlocking the first seal, uh, the order in which the player unlocks additional seals um, and obtains their powers is at their discretion. So you can kind of choose which tree you want to go down and, and how you want to unlock things as you go. Um, once a seal or a legendary potion power is unlocked, players will immediately receive that seal or potion's power and will have the ability to unlock connected seals or potions once they have the required materials. All seals and potions can be unlocked by players, and the powers apply to all of their characters. These powers last for the entirety of season 28. So, we're gonna—I'm gonna give you a breakdown. Um, if you want, I'm sure uh, you can go online and find the uh, find a picture or or whatnot of of how the skill tree actually looks. But I have a list of powers um uh in order so i mean obviously once you unlock the you know a you know the first one then it's going to give you an option to go okay well now you have an option of two and then those you'll have an option of two more and this that and the other thing as you progress it's you know it's one of those types of skill trees um so these aren't going to be in order of how you have to unlock them these are just simply put in an order of in a list format. Um, but the powers for the seals on the altar is the first one that you unlock is your kill streak timer duration and reward bonus is doubled, which is going to be huge for leveling purposes because a lot of people have been using kill streaks um, to level in the past. Uh, I know, Donnie, you were a big fan of kill streak leveling um, going into like. Uh, Oh, what is it? The 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 area like where the butcher and stuff is in Act One. There were uh, a couple floors in yeah, there. Yeah, Halls of Agony yeah, and of uh, Agony. Temple of the Firstborn. Or it's my favorite yeah. spot. Um, so essentially, what a kill streak does is the longer you damage an enemy or enemies, or are constantly doing damage to anything on the screen and killing them. Your timer, your 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 streak is just going to continue going up, and every time you hit something, it resets your timer. Uh, it's a little rope icon that looks like it's burning away. Um, for those of you who play Hearthstone, like if you take too long playing Hearthstone, the little rope timer thing in the middle, same thing. Um, and then a lot of the times, what I found when I was doing kill streak stuff is if you decided, okay, well, you know, you ran through and you made it to the next, you know, the door to the next floor, you wasted a lot of that kill streak timer transitioning to the next floor. Um, and then you'd have to rush or sprint to try to find something to hit to keep that timer going. I think this is going to, this solves that problem because now your timer is doubled plus the reward, the XP reward you get for completing the streak is going to be doubled. So it's just going to level you that much faster. Yeah, there are people hitting 70 in like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then we'll we'll actually get into that because we, we watched a few videos um, on fast ways to level at the start of the season, which we'll get into once we're when we get into our theory crafting. Um, and uh, our... Our... Uh, 
techniques that we're going to be trying to utilize because I, I do like that technique of, of what was it racks that that let out the video um, that we watched yeah uh, I, I liked I liked his breakdown of it so uh, so that's the first power and already that's account wide for all your characters it's 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 a no-brainer um, and to give you an idea uh, I will read off the uh, the costs separately but to unlock that power is just you all you have to do is sacrifice 10 reusable parts simple <laughs> simple um uh, the next power that you can unlock is pools of reflection last for the entire season and are not removed by death. Uh, so I'm a little confused on this one. Does this just mean that if you pick up a pool of reflection, you now have that pool you of have reflection that bonus, buff? Yeah, you get that buff for the rest of the season. Okay. Well, that's fucking cool. Then you'll never have to pick up another pool of reflection, you know. Because the only reason they don't stack, so the only reason I picked that up was to just keep re- like extending the duration of how long it would last, essentially. Yeah, um, it, this is a fun. This is a very fun season in a lot of different ways. Yeah, what what I think is going to be insane about this season, and I mean, granted, I feel like this season it's it's them going out with a bang because essentially this is going to be the last season that they do before Diablo Four comes out, uh, which I don't think they'll stop doing stuff for Diablo 3, but I do feel like they, you know, a lot of the fan base is going to be switching over to Diablo 4, most likely. Um, But one big thing about this is, like, after each season, when the season ends, however many Paragon, like, levels you've gotten, a portion of that goes to your non-seasonal characters. And it increases their level as well. So... This level, this this particular season, just feels like it's going to be all about gaining levels. You're just going to be constantly gaining XP, like tons of XP throughout this level or throughout this season. Uh, I th- I think personally, this is going to be the season where I hit the highest Paragon levels that I've hit so far. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure I might be off a little, but people were topping out at like 175 175 paragon on greater on greater oh. rifts jeez all right yeah with very low paragon yeah. that's what let me think of that but. uh so yeah pools of reflection are going to last the entire season and when you die you you get to keep them uh the big one the next big one uh is items have no level requirements this is also going to play a factor into how we level up our characters at the start of the season, and we'll get to that a little later. Um, the next one on the list is just a flat plus 200 damage. Now, uh, there are going to be a couple of these down here where it's like just a flat, here's a flat X amount of damage, which is nice. Added damage is added damage, no matter how you look at it. Now, in the grand scheme of things... When you're up in the, you know, level 70 and you have all your tier 6 gear and you're doing, you know, billions of damage, is plus 200 damage really that much? No, but you got to factor in too that that plus 200 flat damage is also getting multiplied by all Several of your multipliers. Yeah. Um, so like the next one, plus 25% missile damage reduction. That's great. 
that's a flat percentage of damage reduction. Um, the next one beyond that, this one I know is going to be one of your favorites. Plus 25% movement speed uncapped. Yeah. You know? Yep. So normally your cap for movement speed caps out at 25, at 25%. This is going to give you another 25% on top of that. And then plus there are, there are certain gear out there um, that also increases your movement speed beyond the cap. So, geez, we just, you know, like, I think the, the fast fastest... builds are going to be fast, fast now, and the slow builds are going to be adequate for yeah. speed. Now. Yeah. Now, the problem is, I remember when we played the Gears of the Dreadlands Demon Hunters one season. The first we were lagging ourselves out. out. Well, it was just like we were moving around so fast that like my eyes were getting tired. Like I wasn't yeah. really able to like like see. Like everything was just a blur. Now you're gonna be moving even twenty five percent faster than that. Yeah, you know how I feel about it. I know how you feel. It's like it's yeah, you're gonna love it. Uh, um, the next one to unlock is increased damage against elites by fifteen percent. Um, always nice. That's always going to be nice. That's that's elites are going to be your your named mobs. Your I believe that's going to be your yellows. Uh, your rift guardians, your bosses. Those are all elites. I don't know if blues count as elites. They might. Um, I think they do. I think they do because they drop orbs and rifts. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Uh, we're on H. Uh, picking up health globes grants a shield for 5% of your maximum health for 7 seconds, and it max stacks of 5. So, you're looking at, if you're constantly picking up health globes, you're looking at a 25% shield of your maximum health for 7 seconds. That's substantial, and that's, I mean, that's more damage reduction overall. There's a build somewhere with items that you could probably just be spewing out. Healing orbs. Uh, I will tell you right now, one of the barbarian's first passive abilities is the ability to, uh, on hit, have a chance to to throw out healing orbs. Yeah. So and then there's, imagine, I, there's items too. Imagine a whirlwind barb now, where you're already beefy as shit, tearing through stuff. Now you're moving extra fast. And now you have a shield. That's that's gonna be nuts. And I really see this working well with um, that one. Now I think it's Squirt's necklace. Yeah. That yep. you're doing a hundred percent more damage as long as you don't take damage. Yeah, that's why Squirt's necklace is so good with wizards because of their shield. So giving yeah. this to other classes is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, the next one is a, uh, 25% melee damage reduction. Now we've already gotten the 25% missile damage reduction. Now we're getting the melee damage reduction. Um, I I'm liking all of the damage reduction things. And now I, I, I understand that like for soft core characters, these ones might seem less important, but as a hardcore character, I I'm excited for these. Yeah. Know? Cause this means yep. that you can kind of alter your builds a little bit to to either be either super tanky and you just won't have to worry about it or you can start gearing and gemming and doing you know altering a little bit extra towards damage because you're getting the survivability from another source <clears throat> um 
The next one is J, increase your highest elemental skill damage bonus by 10%. That one's going to be great for monks. Uh, no. Wait, wizards. Wizards, yeah, because they, they can they can get all their elemental damages to do whatever their highest elemental right. damage is. Wizard, or monks have the one where their resistances become the highest resistance. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's a good one. K is increased damage against elites by twenty percent. So it's an additional. Now it's now. Here's my question, and this is something that I'm I'm curious about. We already have a damage against elites by fifteen percent. They're cumulative. So they're going to add. Add. Okay. So now yeah. by unlocking this one, now you're going to be increasing damage against all elites by thirty five percent. Yeah. That's crazy. That is insane. Um. Now, the next one is kind of, it goes with that, you know, before we had that plus 200 static damage, which didn't seem like a lot. Now you're getting just a plus 10% damage buff, just across the board. And 10%, yeah, not that much, but it everything adds up, you know. <clears throat> um, the next one I'm excited for, uh, yeah. especially if you use the Sage set. Oh, like a man. follower or whatever, because the this M is doubles the amount of death breaths that drop, and if you use the Sage set, that already doubles the amount of death breaths that drop. So if one were to normally drop, and you use the Sage set on say your follower, now two are going to drop. And if you have this, this now needed four. to be a thing. This a lot of these needed to be things before. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> um. Oh yeah. Especially when we get into the pet ones. Yeah. Uh, so N critical hits grant resource. So mana, it's going to give you 15 hatred, five wrath, five arcane power, three fury, three spirit, five and essence five. I so, cannot wait for this one. So now if you build towards those crit builds, you're never going to have resource problems, you know, cause especially if you're going to be constantly critting, <clears throat> um, I just can't imagine a whirly barb just. Spinning, uh -huh. critting, and you're not running out of fury ever. Yeah, it could, that's going to change up what I like. You know how I like. I never run out of fury anyway because of the weapons that I use. Yeah, you might not need to this now. Season. Yeah, now I won't need to use those weapons. You know what I mean? Now I can yeah. change for weapons that are more damage or or have better affixes or whatever. Um. Oh, double the amount of bounty caches that drop from completing bounties. That's going to be great. I hate doing bounties. I think bounties are one of the, not the dumbest. It's just one of the most monotonous and, and just boring things to do. But it is, it is something that we have to do. You know, every season, you need, you need the bounty caches. Um, P, progress orbs from Nephilim. Uh, and greater roofs are picked up automatically. That's going to be That's so nice. Yes, because so many times me and you, especially on fast builds, yeah, have just <laughs> blown through enemies, and there's just okay. There's the purple balls over there that one of us has to go back for. You know, if we chose to, you know, if we even chose to at that point, we we're going so fast through them. Yeah. Um, that, so I definitely think that that was a quality of life one that should have been put in there earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, Q reduces the damage taken from elites by 25%. Well, here's another 25% damage reduction, but specifically from elites. I'm okay with this. 
uh, are another plus fifteen percent damage buff. Now we're now we're talking. Now we're up to what? They're not playing around. Yeah. Uh, S gain immunity to crowd controlling effects. Well, there goes my favorite boots that uh that you know that I like. You know my my ice climbers or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Where you can't get frozen. Now you're immune to crowd controlling effects. You know what? I'm, I'm never going to be put in jailer again. I'm never going to be frozen right? again. You know, screw screw all those things. Um, T gain passability. So passability is it's uh, I forget what boots they are, but illusory boots. The illusory boots that you get from the bounty cache, I believe, in Act Two or Three. Uh, they allow you to just walk through enemies. That does become handy, but usually as an escape mechanism to avoid, you know, crowd controlling effects. So I just, it's, it's going to be one of those things. It's like, you're, it's a lot of these affixes aren't going to be bothered anymore, um, by enemies. Uh, you, this one is one that I feel like should have been one the entire time. Uh, you is pets pick up death breaths. Yep. Uh, you already have pets that pick up gold. They should have been picking up, in my opinion, death breaths and all of the crafting mats. Essentially, your 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 reusable parts, your arcane, uh, whatever shards or whatever they are. Uh, hell, even your blood shards. You know, your your pets should be picking up all these. Uh, V, elite packs drop one additional progress orb. So now you're going to be blowing really through nice. rifts. Yeah, you're going to be blowing through rifts even faster now. Um, uh, what's the next one? W, increases damage done to bosses by an additional 25%. So these are going to be bosses, and I believe rift guardians are considered bosses. Yep. <clears throat> um, X, pets pick up and salvage common magic and rare items now so nice this is going to be great and i do understand the sometimes the desire to not want to salvage certain items you know maybe you pick up a, a yellow ring and you just like okay well i i want to try to upgrade that into a legendary ring you know, so you don't necessarily want to have that picked up and salvaged, but by the time this is so far down the list that by the time you unlock this one, I don't think it's going to be a problem anymore. No, uh, I agree. And I agree. not to mention, you'll have so many, so much gold and so many crafting materials from everything that you can, if you really want to try to upgrade a, a, a yellow ring to a legendary, you can just go to the jewel crafter and make a yellow ring. I, I don't think it's going to be a big problem. I think the the trade-off of having your pet pick up these items and automatically salvage them for you, way higher. Yeah. Yeah, it's just quality of life stuff that should have already been in the game. Right. Uh, uh, Keeping an eye on time here. Um, so that was X. Y increases your chance to dodge by, five, by 15%. Uh... This is great. That's great. Uh, because when you dodge an attack, you're just outright not taking the damage from the attack. So, 
you know, a 15% flat dodge rate on, on all classes, that's, that's going to be even more damage reduction, which is phenomenal. Hell, you know, even, I might not be so scared of the echoing fucking wooden, echoing nightmare with all these buffs. Yeah, I'll, yeah. You know, by the time you need it, it, I'm still gonna but... want to try to do it with an alt first. I'll definitely have an alt. I'll probably actually make an alt. That's, I'm gonna read some guides. And... Yeah. Uh, Z, which is the last of our final uh, of our singular um, seals until we get to the potions, is double the chance to find a legendary item purchased from Kadala. So Kadala's a bitch. We all know it. Everybody who plays Diablo three knows it. Okay. Now she's going to be less of a bitch, but she's still going to be a bitch. Okay. She's still not going to give you what you want, but at least now you'll have more legendaries to break down uh, into fucking whatever they are. Fucking. uh... Why can I not think of the fucking word here? Um, Forgotten. Can't either. Forgotten Souls. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, then we move on a- after you unlock all of those seals. Well, you don't even have to unlock all those seals. Just, you know, you can work your way down and just go straight to the potions, but I'll probably be unlocking at least a couple more before I get to some of these potions. Um, but the potions now is when you, the first one, when you drink your health potion, you manifest one of three runic circles on the ground that grant increased the damage, increased cooldown reduction, or increased resource cost reduction. This was a season theme a few seasons ago. Um, It's nice. You know, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I think this is better than most all the current legendary potions in the game. Um, and this is also going to be on top of whatever legendary potion you already have anyway. This is just an, an additional effect. This is nice, but this is not the, the one I think everybody is eyeballing. Right. Uh, the next potion one is when you drink your health potion, all enemies within 25 yards deal 25% less damage. That's also a really good one. Um, and again, these all stack. So... You know, if you have that potion that, hey, it increases your armor by X amount, you know, every time you drink it, now you've unlocked these two. Now you're getting both of these effects as well. Um, the potion, I think that of the three um, choice ones, I think people are going to be looking at it, at this potion mostly, is when you drink your health potion, you gain a random shrine or pylon effect. Yeah. With the flavor of time. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and, you know, p- honestly, people are going to be procking their potions as often as possible. Yep. You know, if nothing else, just try to get that one, pro- the speed pile on. <laughs> go, let's go <laughs> fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me give me the shield and I'll be blasting through it, too. Hell, yeah. Um, and then the last this one. going to be which, a fun season. The last one, which I didn't realize they considered a potion. Um, seal. Uh, it's the very last thing that you can get is when a primal item drops, a second random primal item drops as well, which is nice. Uh, cause primals are pretty rare and you're usually guaranteed one. If you do a greater rift level 70, 
I believe, is when you unlock the ability to get primals. Uh, and then from there, I think they're just twice as rare as Ancients. So, you know, every X amount of enemies killed, you have a chance at a primal dropping. But this will make it now, okay, now you have a second primal that will drop as well. There's also uh, something else about this. I forget specifically what it is, but I think you can upgrade items to primals yes, this season. Yes, and, and this is going to help drastically with that. Right. Um, I mean, imagine, like, because it sucks when you're just sitting there farming, 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 and then a primal, you know, a primal ancient drops. A useless or whatever, primal drops. And it's fucking not even for something that you need. So it's like, okay, well, great. That's just going to go sit in my box forever. <clears throat> you know, or I'll put it on my follower. But being able to upgrade items that are part of your build to being the primal version of that item is going to be fantastic. Um, plus, the ability for two primals to drop when one drops is going to help drastically when we get into some of the costs at unlocking these which we'll get into next um so like i said before the very first cost you come across to uh double the duration and bonus of your kill streak timer is 10 reusable parts uh so in 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 order, I guess. Hopefully they put them in, in corresponding order. Uh, the next cost that you're going to run into, if you do these in, in this particular order anyway, is one flawless diamond or greater, 15 arcane dust, and 20 reusable parts. Okay. Pretty easy. It's definitely doable. Yeah, that's your tier you're going to get your... Unlocking the level requirements, right? I b believe so, yeah. Uh, which is going to be huge on how you start off the season. Yep. Uh, the next cost is one greater rift key and ten death breaths. Uh, the next cost is any class-specific set helmet, which... Fucking set pieces drop like candy once you actually start getting like your Hadrix gifts and stuff. So that's really not that big of a deal. Um, the next cost is 20 Forgotten Souls and 10 of each bounty material. Okay, so bounty materials, but if you're doing them on high enough torment, you're going to be getting a lot of bounty materials anyway, so that's fine. The 20 Forgotten Souls just means that you have to essentially break down and salvage 20 legendary items of any kind, which is, it's doable too. It's fine. Um, the next cost is one Leoric's Regret, one Vial of Putridness, one Idol of Terror, and one Heart of Fright. Those are just the items that you get from the Key Wardens. Um, seven is Reaper's Wraps which you get the plans to make Reaper's Wraps by killing Malthiel. Uh, so then you can just go to your blacksmith, have him learn it, or make a pair, sacrifice him. Yeah, you have to be 70 for that to drop, right? I believe so, yep. <clears throat> which, again, this season, the way that we've watched it, uh, you're going to be 70 and 
the fastest you've ever done. Yes. Yeah. It'll easily be the fastest you've ever done. Um, number eight, 30 more forgotten souls. All right. So now you have to salvage 30 more legendaries. Um, number nine, 1100 blood shards. So this one's going to be a, this one's going to be easy enough. Once you get what, strong enough to do greater rifts. What rift uh, do you have to be to get to 1100? Isn't that like the second highest? I don't remember. Yeah, I want to say it's... It's probably not going to be an issue. No, I don't think it'll be an issue. But I, I do I do think it's like upwards of like 65, 70-ish, something like that. Ugh. Um, greater rifts will give you the ability to hold... Like eleven, twelve hundred blood shards at a time, or something like that. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but uh, it's got to be pretty close. You definitely can't hold eleven hundred the not first time. Off. Yeah, not starting off. No. Um. So I think that's honestly going to be the hardest part about that particular the blood shard thing is just making sure that you're able to do a high enough greater rift to hold the amount that you need to sacrifice. Because getting the blood shards is not going to be is not an issue. Just do greater rifts. They'll they'll drop at the end of every greater rift. <clears throat> um, the next one is one flawless royal ruby, uh, twenty death's breaths, and a ring of royal grandeur. Uh, I normally I would say this is not an issue. I had a very big issue last season getting a ring of royal grandeur. Took me forever. Uh, but that's fine. Um, again, I think that's a very easy, obtainable sacrifice. Uh, the next one, Flawless Royal Emerald, and 30 of each bounty material. So just grinding out more bounties. That's fine. I like that, I like that it's just essentially making you just play the game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, and I mean, think of it this way too, is by the time you're trying to get 11, hopefully you have the, the seal already unlocked for the double, the bounty caches, you know, cause now you're getting more materials. So that's going to make these even easier to unlock, you know, um, number 12, 20 greater rift keys and one Ramaladni's gift. That one's going to be kind of a little, a, a punch to the gut because, you know, Ramaladni's gifts are fairly rare. Yeah, um, and normally people want to use those on their weapons because it's a big upgrade, you know. Uh, the next one is thirteen hundred blood shards. So again, just making sure that you're able to hold thirteen hundred blood shards. Uh, Fourteen, a petrified scream. Okay, these are a drop that you know they per they periodically drop. Um, and these are the things that you need to open up the echoing nightmare. Um, 15, a challenge rift cache. Uh, we're going to get into this as well, but, uh, you know, your challenge rift cache is just the, the weekly challenge rift that you can do every week. Uh, so you're just going to have to sacrifice one of those, probably your second week cache, just hold on to it, put it in your stash and just, you know, sacrifice it to the altar when you get it. You know, um, where was a challenger of cash next 250 forgotten souls. That's kind of a jump. Now you have to have 
fucking salvage 250 more legendaries. That's yeah. That's yeah, that's pretty big. That's <laughs> substantial, but I mean, also keep in mind you get forgotten souls from doing cash, you know, bounties and stuff too. Your weekly cash will give you forgotten souls and things like that. But yeah, other than that, it's it's just salvaging legendaries. Um, the next one, fourteen hundred blood shards. Now we're getting kind of up there. Uh, eighteen specifically an ancient Hellfire amulet because Hellfire amulets you can craft at your jeweler. Um, they use the the body parts that you get from beating the Ubers that you get from the Key Wardens. Uh, so you just have to keep killing the Key Wardens every time you get into a game. Kill the Key Wardens. Uh, kill the Ubers. Get the body parts. And craft a Hellfire amulet. And as soon as you get an ancient one, pff, sacrifice it. Number 19. Never-ending questions. Now, I'm hoping this works a very specific way. Uh, this is one that not a lot of people are looking forward to doing. Never-ending questions is a tome that is a rare drop that will drop from any unique monster in a set dungeon. No one likes doing set dungeons. <laughs> now I'm hoping no. I'm hoping you don't have to complete the set dungeon to get the drop. Cause then you can just go in overpowered with your with your set, go through, blast through the fucking set dungeon, and just do it over and over and over again until one drops. It's just a matter of farming it out. Um, if you actually have to sit there and like complete and master the set dungeon, which I don't feel like you'll have to do, that would suck. That would suck real bad. Um, what's the next one? Uh, an ancient puzzle ring and 50 of each bounty material. Um, so again, just doing more bounties. We're going to have to definitely make sure that we're on par with doing bounties and keeping up keeping up with doing bounties. Yeah, that's where you're going to benefit from being in a group, too. Splitting right. it up. Right. And essentially, like, I feel like anytime that we're going to go do something and we hop into a game, we should just do the bounties, get them out of the way. Yep. And then continue doing whatever it is we set out to do until we have to remake another game and then make sure we do the bounties again. Yep. <clears throat> Ancient Puzzle Rings, again, that's just there's very a it's like yeah it's like a very random yeah um the next one 500 death breaths 300 forgotten souls so now 300 more forgotten souls the death breaths i'm not really concerned with especially if you're if you're running around and if you're in a solo game put the sage set on your follower by then you should already have the double the death breaths thing unlocked and you those should be dropping you know, a, do a dozen at a time. Yeah. Uh, you know, at that point, because you should be running t torment probably sixteen at this point, um, and just flying through shit. Uh, next one, fifteen hundred blood shards. Uh, so again, I don't know if I've ever actually gotten high enough to be able to hold that many. No, I don't think I've ever made it over twelve. I don't. So I'm I'm assuming that that's going to be a hard limiter. Yeah. Uh, number 23, the one that I'm not looking forward to, is the Whisper of Atonement, rank 125. So the Whisper, the Whisper of Atonement, you have to use the Petrified Scream. 
to open up an echoing nightmare. And then you have to complete the echoing nightmare uh, to get the Whisper of Atonement. Uh, the highest possible rank that that can be is a 125 based on the tier that you've completed. So you have to max that out and get a rank 125 Whisper of Atonement. Now, the reason why I don't like these and I find them a little scary is because I play hardcore. And if you you pretty much stay in there until you die. Or until you actually, I guess, beat it. Yeah. Uh, but or too or too many things get on your screen at once. That's how people t- typically end it. Is about letting their screen get overwhelmed. But on hardcore, that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, because the more things on your screen, the more things that you're you're going to be taking damage from. Um. So. I don't know. I don't know how that's now. Is there an end to it? If you if now you can beat it, you can. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what the. I don't know if one twenty five is the highest. It might be. I mean, and... I I don't I, I don't think by the time you get to this point and have this many points spent, I'm gonna say that's not as big a threat as it used to be. Man, I hope not. Again, I'm gonna go into it with an alt first, just to test. I will not be testing this with my main. I'm going to be chugging potions until I get that shield. Yeah, yeah. Um, number 24, any augmented weapon. So essentially you just have to take a legendary gem, level it up to 50 plus or whatever it is, and then augment your weapon for your primary stat. Um, or augment a weapon. So it's just it's essentially just grind out greater rifts to level up a legendary gem. That's yeah. that's nothing. Uh number twenty five is Staff of Hurting. Um now this is just gonna be another RNG grinding type thing. So the Staff of Hurting you have to get the plan of the Staff of Hurting, which I believe drops off of Iswal. It's a random drop off of Iswal. Um and then you need 50,000 gold, which is fucking nothing. Uh, and then you need five different things. Uh, you need the black mushroom, which is, I believe, in the Cathedral Act 1. You need Leoric's Shinbone, which is in Leoric's Manor Act 1. You need to purchase Wurt's Bell from Squirt the Peddler uh, for 100,000 gold. You need the Liquid Rainbow in the Dulgur Oasis in Act 2. And then you need the Gibbering Gemstone in the Fields of Slaughter slash Caverns of Frost uh, in Act 3. Once you have those five things and the plan, you create the Staff of Hurting, and that's what usually allows you to open up the portal to uh, Whimsyshire. So you need to make this thing and then sacrifice it to the altar. Uh, which kind of sucks because Whimsyshire, there are some cool things in there. That's like where you wanted to get your rainbow uh, portrait frame, I believe. Yeah. Donnie, uh, that specifically drops in Whimsyshire off of a mob. Now, there is a Whimsy Dale, um, but it does not have the same drops. So. Uh, so that again, that one's just gonna be grinding it out essentially. You know, every time you get into a game, check those four spots. 
buying the bell from Wirt and putting it in your box is that's the easiest one. Um, getting the plans is going to be pretty relatively easy because Iswal is usually a bounty boss at some point. Um, and then just knowing where to look and just just checking these places every time you hop into a game. That's that's pretty much it. Um, the last one for the normal seals is sixteen hundred blood shards. So that one is is a bit rough too, because I don't even know what difficulty Greater Rift is is needed to hold on to that many. Um, now for the potions, they potions one through three anyway. They don't have. I I guess the last one. How do you unlock the last potion? Because technically there's four potions. I don't know. Uh, is it just by? Oh, I think I think you unlock the, the potion very last is technically one. a tier after those three. Yeah, I think you. I think you unlock that after you unlock everything else in the list, right? Probably. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um. So the first potion requires fifty-five primordial ashes. The second potion, 110. And then the third potion, 165. So Primordial Ashes are a new uh, item that's going to drop in this season. And they've actually, I guess the developers say that it's not going to be, it's, it's not easy to get them. So they've actually increased the drop rate, um, but essentially salvaging a primal ancient item at the blacksmith will get you 55 primordial ashes in return. So to get all three potions, you need to salvage three primals, which is going to be a little rough, but hopefully with the capability of um, potentially upgrading items to primals, then you could break them down for those ashes. Um, it says here primal ancients are much harder or primal ancients are much rarer than ancient items, which in turn are much more rare than normal legendary items. To put things into perspective, each legendary drop after completing a level 70 solo greater rift has a 10% chance to be an ancient, and each ancient item has a 2.5% chance to be a primal. This means that if our math is correct, one in every 400 legendary drops will be a primal. So, yeah. Those ones are going to be slow, slow and going, I guess. So there's some math to it that I can't get into, but to get your cap to 1,500 blood shards, you have to do a GR100. That's it? That's I, 1,500. I mean, I've done that. 16 is the one you have to get. Yeah. To yeah. I wonder if that's going to be like somewhere up around like the 120... 125, maybe. Uh, GR 150 gives you 2,000. 
Oh, shit. So if anybody wants to be a math nerd. So fifteen hundred is one was GR one hundred, and then one fifty is two thousand. Yeah. So that's fifty greater rifts to give you five hundred blood shard increase. So that's ten. That's 10 for every 10 greater rifts that you do beyond 100. No. Man, I'm bad at math right now. It makes sense in my brain, though. So, yeah, you have 50. Yeah, it's 10. 10 for every... Yeah, 10 for every uh, 10 greater rifts. So at 110, you should be able to hold 1,600 blood charts. Which is, in theory, shouldn't be hard. 120 would be 17. 130 would be 18. 140, 19, And then 150, 2,000. Yeah. Yeah, 110, I mean, that's, it's getting up there as to what I was able to handle by myself, but with this season and all the buffs and, and stuff, it should be easy. Um, last thing I want to mention, unlocking every single seal and potion on the Altar of Rites gets you a Wings of Terror cosmetic, which is essentially Diablo's Wings. Which I believe is the first time that they've been offered in Diablo 3. So, Badass. I will be trying to do that my best. So, in, addi- in addition to completing, you know, the normal season 28 and whatever that offers, because um, I honestly don't know what that entails as far as offering us. Um, rewards. Normally you get a portrait and a pet. Uh, I'm not sure what that pet is yet. Um, before we get into our, our strategy going into the season, did you pull up the Hadrick's gifts by chance? Yeah, it's in the discord in general. And below that is the Rax, Rax's, uh, PDF file for a little uh, so the Hadrig's gifts for this season, the season set pieces. Uh, Barbarian, you get the 90 Savages, which is your, um, essentially your Frenzy Barbarian. Um, so you're going to be able to attack really fast. Uh, Crusaders, your Aegis of Valor. I don't remember which one that is. I think that's Heaven's Fury. Maybe. I don't know. I'm I haven't played I haven't played I haven't played Crusader in, in a hot minute. I won't lie. Same. Um the Demon Hunter is your Gears of the Dreadlands, which is probably what I'm going to end up starting with. Your monk is your patterns of justice. Your necromancer is gonna be starting out with the masquerade of the burning carnival. 
your witch doctor is Mundanogu's regalia, which is a good one. And then your wizard is the Typhon's veil set. That's your Hydra's, isn't it? Yeah. Which they did say Hydra's is getting a fucking kick-ass buff this season, apparently. It moved yeah. up. I'll probably try that on my path. I'm st- I'm gonna probably main a wizard. I think it was. I don't remember if it was Rex or Rax or uh, um, who's the other one that I always watch? Um, Bloodshed, Rex, uh, Riker, Riker. Um, one of them said that essentially the the Hydra set for the wizards. If once you get rolling or whatever, all you have to do is run into a room, drop a Hydra in the middle of the room, and the whole room dies. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is the last season probably I'm taking seriously for this for a while once that comes out, so I'm going back to the wizard. Yeah. I'm going to go Demon Hunter Gears of the Dreadlands because that was the fastest set that I think I've ever played. And... Yep. I think it sounds fun to you know run into a room, drop a hydra, and then the room explodes. But I think it but also you just sounds walk in fun. The room and they die. I think it's more fun to like just forget what the room was and just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> so it, it'll be interesting regardless. Now, are you also you, you plan on going? Uh, Tar- Tarasha, Tarasha's? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. and and then it's strong. Apparently, Talrasha is pretty good right now. See, like I plan on starting with Gears of the Dreadlands, but I want to try out the new Trapper Demon Hunter set. I wouldn't mind doing so, a Demon Hunter alt. Yeah, I specifically want to do a turret build. Yeah, for the what you call it thing, the survival thing. Yep. So, Donnie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how, what we like, what our plans are going into season twenty-eight, which I believe comes out next Friday. Um, I think it's the twenty-fourth of February, or maybe yeah, it comes out. Have a... Wait, does it come out next Friday or does it come out in March? I oh shit! Remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't know now. at this point. <laughs> Oh, no, it might be March. I might be getting ahead of myself. Yeah, because I, I, I think I got pissed because I think this comes out... Season 28 starts the same day that I think Cocaine Bear comes out. So you're going to have to stop leveling to watch that movie? Uh, no. Watch I, it I got Watch two, it early. I got two monitors, bro. You can't take it all in for all its greatness. I can. I can both. <laughs> b- both ways. Okay. Uh, anyway, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, your? I mean, your strategy is essentially going to be my strategy anyway. So why don't you tell us like uh, thoughts and strategies going into twenty eight, season twenty eight? Gotcha. So we've mentioned several names of YouTubers that we watch. So that's these are this is basically the same thing that they do. Um. When the season starts, do the challenge rift. Well, don't don't do your challenge rift until after the season starts for that week. Reason being, you can open it and get a lot of resources early. But uh, that's your first thing you always do every season. This is new to me. I've never done this, and I'm definitely doing it this season. Make a necromancer, regardless of what class you want to make. He goes on to say, trust me. Yep. 
short explanation uh they get a specific ability called corpse explosion and it's good enough to carry you on some super high difficulties uh step three uh create a game on master if you're unsure of your necromancer skills they say to do it on hard but necros are they say necros are gods believe me so they're really singing the praise uh then at that point you would open your challenge rift cache Take your follower's weapon, equip the javelin, throw away your starting weapon. Uh, go buy the best weapon and armor available in the vendor in Act 1. Salvage all your white gear. Uh, I don't do this part personally every season. But for the quickest movement, they, they like to say to cra craft a level 5 blue axe, a level 10 blue dagger, a 15 yellow two-handed sword, and a 19 yellow two-handed sword. Uh, and that's basically just so you don't have to rely on gear upgrades while while you're out like running yeah as fast as possible yeah I don't really care to go back to town for that kind of thing personally because I'm not breaking any records but you know if you like the challenge yeah <clears throat> uh, at this point they say to make your first trip to the altar it's in the middle of town in Act One and unlock the first node. That's the one that extends your uh, kill streaks. Yep. Uh, I say the portal to the ruins of Sesheron. Yep. That's where you're gonna go get the cube. Yep. Uh, do your best massacre on floor one as you walk to the second floor. The higher the massacre, the better. That's just obviously because that multiplies your XP. Uh, equip your axe at level five from your inventory, preferably without dropping your massacre. See, that this is tediousness that I don't particularly worry about. Uh, when you reach floor two, let your kill streak drop and put runes on bone spikes, bone spear, and corpse explosion. Take the fueled by death passive. They're not really explaining why on these things. They kind of paraphrase the most of it just to make it a short list. Um, do your absolute best massacre with bone spear and corpse explosion. The goal is to be 18 by the time you get to the cube. So that's just they're kind of condensing your XP gains, like focus on your chains on the way to do the cube, which you would have to do anyways at this point in the season. Right. Yep. Um, equip the 15 yellow two-handed sword from your inventory. Again, preferably without dropping your massacre. If you're not 18 after grabbing the cube, make a new game on hard or master, then go to the temple of the firstborn until you are. Uh, it's a good spot. For this, uh, I'm not very good at this, and I'm I'm able to level pretty good there. So, if you're more skilled than me, which you very well could be, uh, once you're 18, make a new game on normal. Put golem, flesh golem, on your bar. Reason why is because that provides you with corpses to explode. And make a game until you get one of the following bounties: Act one, kill the skeleton king. Act two, kill Zoltan Cool. Act two, kill Magda. Act 3, kill Gom. Act 3, kill Asmodan. Uh, once you get one of them, walk forward, kill them, and open the bounty chest. Uh, that has a high chance of dropping diamonds, which yeah. you need for the second. And you get, I think it's two diamonds to turn into that. Which is going to unlock, essentially, what I think most people are going to do is that's going to unlock re re removing level requirements from gear altogether. 
uh, repeat that until you get two diamonds. When I did this on the PTR, I got two diamonds the first try, and I was only on master difficulty, so that shouldn't be too hard, I don't think. Uh, upgrade at the jeweler, then go to Act 1, Alter in Town, and unlock the items have no level requirement node. Leave the game, create whatever class you actually wanted to make. Make a new game on Torment 6. Yeah, it's a big jump. Uh, you will play on this difficulty either way, or the entire way. Or, or you'll drop it down when you hit level 61 through 70. That's where the DLC content started, and that things tend to be a lot harder. Yeah, the difficulty ramps up from there. So uh, then they say to gamble, but this is this is a, an entirely different order than we would normally have done things, because we would have already done that. Yep. Most games. Yeah. But see, now, now you're gambling for. Well, yeah. Why yeah. would they do the gambling now? Probably so you can get another multiplier on top of everything. Because you're doing Torment 6. They're suggesting you play on Torment 6. Right. See, my only thing, though, is don't we usually gamble early because it narrows down the range of what is available to get for you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, clearly they don't. Yeah. They don't seem to think so. I don't know the reasoning behind it. This is a paraphrased version of it. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep but going. I mean, up until this point, it doesn't seem like you will have needed to. Yeah. Because you're not true. you're not going to gamble for your uh, your ne- necromancer because you're not going to play it past eighteen, which is kind of the point. And then you're not going to have a, have had much of a chance to gamble for your other character yet. And you're going to get so many levels with level seventy gear. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's probably a reason. I, I'm just speculating. But uh, it, they give a, a class and list of what the best things to gamble for are. Uh, you want me to read that off, I guess? Uh, yeah, why not? Gotcha. Uh, wait, what? Okay. So the, the, the table has what to gamble on, and then what to make a yellow level 70 item of and upgrade it to a legendary in the in the cube it's a one of the recipes in there so for barbarians they say you want to gamble for a bracer or a helm and you want to craft and then upgrade a two-handed mighty weapon uh for crusader they want you to, to gamble for a shield or bracers and upgrade a one-handed flail demon hunter bracers and helms and upgrade a one-handed dagger. Monk, you want to gamble for boots or helms. And you want to upgrade a two-headed Daibo. Necromancer, you want to gamble for gloves or helms. And upgrade a two-handed scythe. Witch Doctor, g- gamble for helm and ring. And upgrade a one-headed spear. And wizards, helm and ring. And upgrade a one-handed wand. you're basically aiming for the big percentage increases to abilities with this. It just kind of amplifies your damage so you can continue to do the higher diffs. Yeah. Um, And then some of the rings and the helmets are mostly defensive items too, which are also nice for obvious reasons. Uh, Then you want a cube, which is a recipe in the cube. It's just... You know, taking an ability and adding it to your cube. Uh, your best power or something useful like Leoric's crown, 
using recipe one. Make sure to activate the power. Level up your blacksmith and craft your character a full set of 70 yellows. Which is going to be insane. Like, absolutely insane. You're going to level so fast. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. They go on to even go like detail more. You may need to convert 100 reusable parts into 100 valid crystal crystals using recipe 7. Uh, don't forget to also craft a quiver if that's relevant. Uh, don't craft anything that you have to... You have to wear something useful you gamble that isn't cubed. Okay, don't craft anything you have to wear. Something useful you gambled that isn't cubed. I don't understand what they're saying there. Don't craft anything. Yeah, don't craft anything that you have to wear. And then in parentheses, something useful you gambled that isn't cubed. I don't know. Oh, they're oh, saying okay. They're you have saying to where to get the bonuses from. Well, not only that. Uh, 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 yeah. Like legendary power, don't craft the slot that it's going to be full with with a legendary power that you're keeping. For example, one of those. Yeah. Weapons or armors that increase damage and or defense yeah because some of those are so powerful it doesn't matter you don't want to lose it even for a level 70 item um once you've done that go to the mystic and reroll all your gear so it has the main stat plus vitality on every piece wow okay might not do that one but i can see how it's nice uh do not worry about your jewelry we will solve that at level 61 uh, now the fun, start murdering Torment 6 on your Juggernaut character in Temple of the Firstborn or wherever. Uh, good skills to use, the Barbarian, Seismic Slam, Crusader, Fist of the Heavens, Demon Hunter, Twin Chakram, whatever your cube power is, for example. That's still, that might determine which one. Yeah. Monk, M Mystic Ally, Water Ally, if you have the boots. Uh, Wave of Light, if you don't. There are a specific pair of boots. I can't remember what they're called, but... The crudest boots. Yeah, if you get those, it's a jackpot start for you that in the season. Uh, Necromancers, Death Nova, and Corpse Explosion, which... Yeah. Uh, Witch Doctor, Haunt, and Locust Swarm, and Pets. And then finally, Wizard, Disintegrate, and Hydra. Uh, step 28. At level 61 or higher, check the vendors that end in the fence. There's one in every act. Buy jewelry that either gives you main stat or vitality. Yeah, so you're essentially buying either a blue or a yellow ring or necklace that has vitality or whatever your main stat is. Because they'll sell for super cheap. Cheaper than what you can make one for. Um, step 29, turn the difficulty down from Torment 6, uh, from 61 to 70 if needed, because it, it is a pretty steep increase real suddenly. You should just effortlessly, effortlessly be plowing through whatever difficulty you're going through, so that he's basically saying don't risk it for the biscuit with this, you're already wearing level 70 gear. Yeah, yep. Um, 
Permit one will be a joke. And the last step, congratulations on your fastest leveling experience ever in Diablo 3. Yep. And it's going to be insane. It's not going to be very hard to get the level 70 gear. I see why they're, now I understand why they're saying to hold on to, like, people are going to still do the old ways and hold on to their their very first one so they can upgrade their altar all the way. Yeah. But I personally will not be doing that. Nah, because this will just get you there faster. And like, like, like he said, I'm fine if, waiting a few days. Yeah, that's the thing is if you if you go through this process, you know we're not we're not out there to get you know beat any records or whatever. But like, if you go through this process, you're gonna get a, a higher level character faster. And then what? You're gonna wait a day or two before the Tuesday rolls around, and you can just do your challenge rift again and sacrifice that one instead. Yep. You know, so. And I mean, honestly, that also depends on, to me, that also depends on what bonus you get, like which bonus is associated with the the sacrificing the challenge rift cash. Because I might prefer, like if I don't necessarily care for that bonus right away, I might even hold off until like the third week just so I have the materials for the second week. You know what I mean, but yeah, you uh, you know it. You know that the cost just goes up depending on which number you're on. It doesn't. It's not. Those aren't necessarily associated. With oh, specific they're not. No. So your first one's always going to be the first one on that list. Gotcha. Your second one down is always going to be the second one down. Oh, uh, see, I, down I thought it down. was directly associated with which seal you tried to activate. No, it's always oh. like your your second one is always going to be the diamond one. And I remember that because that's the one that removes level requirement is on that tier. Mm-hmm. And that's the big one for me. That you know, That's the game changer for leveling. I don't like to tell people that, hey, you need to do this, but if you're interested in leveling fast, you need to do that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because that allows you to put level 70 gear on. Yeah. You and know. we've seen we've seen in past seasons what just a weapon can do. Right. Uh, so where is the, let's see. So the challenge rift cache is your 15th one, regardless of how you go down. Yeah. So by the time you get to that, you're going to have so many good ones helping you level. You'll be okay waiting the day, a few days. Yeah. I, I personally think if you take any interest and in, in your point placement. I mean, in all honesty, with the with the cost of the ones that are before the challenge rift cash, I'm I might not even sacrifice my second week one. I might I might sacrifice my third. Cause you're right. Looking, I don't feel like it's gonna be a huge hurry because you gotta get to the point that you can get into the one fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause you're looking at like, okay, you need thirteen hundred blood shards before you can sacrifice the challenge rift cash anyway. You know? So yeah. we, you know, you already said like that's upwards of like tier you know, greater of tier like eighty ish, you know, something like that. You know, or whatever. Yeah. And I mean it's like, okay. So I mean I, I might I might be opening my, my you know, the first two weeks challenge with cash is just for the materials. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I'm um, not. I'm not going to be any real rush, but it's definitely. I mean, the I thing that I like. Use my second one just because I really want that potion power bad as soon as I can get it, but it's not going to not going to happen fast for me. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to race to that, but like the other things that you need beforehand I feel like we're we're we might not get by yeah. you know until mid to late week two. You know? Yep. I guess it all depends. I guess we'll see how impactful Im- impactful these seals really are and and how well we do, you know, maybe by the start of week two, when we can do the challenge rift, we're like, oh shit, now I can fucking sacrifice the challenge rift and keep going. Like, maybe we'll be waiting on a challenge rift to fucking sacrifice at that point, you know? Yeah. So I get it'll all depend on what 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 it looks like after the first week of playing. I think it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, me too. So. Well, uh, so you're 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 looking at making a um, a wizard first, a wizard and probably a sentry uh, build demon hunter for the for survival the... mode. I never remember what that's called. Echoing nightmare. Yeah, just something I can just throw my turrets, don't die. Yeah, as De- as Devin and you like to say. Yeah, drop turrets, don't die. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go demon hunter main, and then. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Depending on how how much I wreck it, maybe I'll do... I might even make another Demon Hunter trap build to try the Echoing Nightmare. That'd be fun. You know? So... I'm not sure. I might do something like that, too. <clears throat> but... Turret one sounds fun, too. Uh, But yeah, we're over an hour now. We're actually rounding on yeah, about an hour and 15. So we will end the episode there. Um, that was our breakdown of essentially, uh, season 28 and what the theme is going to be, what some of the gifts, you know, Hadrick's gifts are and, and, uh, a pretty decent leveling guide as far as what I've seen. And me and Donnie have both watched a video where we've seen it in practice and man, it works. Yeah. Um, and he was doing it in hardcore. So that made me feel better. Cause a lot of these videos that these guys make on YouTube, you know, they're, they're playing softcore characters and it's just like, okay, you know, they don't have, you're watching people play softcore Diablo and it's like, you have to have a different mentality going into playing hardcore. So you end up building your characters differently. And it was nice seeing, seeing these guys, you know, actually go in and, do it in practice in hardcore to show you that it still works. So that was a nice change. Uh, but, uh, all right. Well, with that, we don't have a science corner cause I'm not a sciencey person. Actually, you know what science corner for this week, ice space, ice giants. I bet you they exist somewhere. We, I, I who's to say that they don't. Right. Right. Tony. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Just because we haven't seen them doesn't mean they don't exist. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, shit. We had a um, life advice. I feel like one of us said a life advice in the last couple of days that was really good. Uh... Now I can't think of it. 
Maybe it was something off of Last of Us. Maybe? Hmm. I don't know. If you're stuck in an apocalyptic area and you're worried about anything and you want to get a good night's sleep, but, you know, you want to make your, your place a little more secure, spread shattered glass on the floor and hopefully you'll hear the crunching of the glass when something wanders in that area. Yeah. Worked a hundred percent of the time I've seen it on TV. No, it did not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't have life advice either. The last fortune cookie that I opened, literally the fortune in it was, uh, would you like another fortune? It's like, Jesus can't even give me something good. It sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. So where can people find you on the internet, Donnie, if they want to give you a shout out and wish you best of luck in season 28. Uh, season 28. Uh, for the rest of the season, you can find me at Jack's Forest Walker. All bitch. one word. No mercy. Son of a bitch. Uh, as always, you guys can follow me on Jack's for- at Jack's Forest Walker. All one word on Twitter. On Twitch at DMWebby. On eBay at Wishing Devin Were Here. On Amazon at wishing Rob was here and on what's another sales website on Etsy at wishing Donnie would get his own goddamn Twitter handle. You can use mine. I don't know yours. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. You just said it. That's mine. You son of a bitch. Debatable. Possession is (laughs) nine tenths of the law. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. Alright, as always, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for, I mean, watching, I guess. Uh, and we love you and fuck Booster Gold. All day. Every day. All day, every day. Down, down. Down, down, down. Thank you for doing this episode, Donnie. No problem. Down, 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 down. That, was a, that was a lot of reading. Yeah, buddy. I did a lot of reading, too, so Under I figured I'd airport. share the love. Under the influence. Yeah, well, that's fine. We don't judge here. Down. 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 Down.